Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast, where we are growing and glowing through our nursing journey and practicing real self-care along the way. Ready for the real glow up? Join the conversation with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, BSN RN, Certified Health and Wellness Coach and CEO of RU Well, where I empower new nurses to adapt to busy nurse life by creating real self-care strategies that boost energy and build real self-confidence. So if you're struggling to keep afloat in this busy nurse life and ready to ditch the hustle culture, this is a space for you. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe to our online community and here on the podcast for more self-care resources. Let's do it, y'all. And welcome back. I'm so glad that you decided to hop on today. You decided to spend some time with us and I'm really happy to share a episode I did recently in the nurse wellness community. I go on live inside my private Facebook community and I interview guests, different people that are in the medical field, um, whether they be nurses, coaches, wellness advocates, you know, all different walks of life. I think it's important that we create open spaces and create the environment to have conversations because that is one way that we learn, you know, from real life experiences, hearing other people's point of view and just learning and gleaning from their life experiences. And so I'm happy to share this interview that I did uh, maybe a few months ago with Nurse Lainey. And it was so great because she also is a nurse that advocates for self-care and for health and wellness while also giving the real about, you know, the real view about nurse life. And so her platform, you know, Sips and Scrubs, she had me on there. We connected. She lives in Houston and, you know... We connected through social media and we just created a conversation. We just continued the conversation, you know, being those women, being those role models that we wish we had and not just for nurse life, but for, you know, personal development as women, as, you know, people that are role models essentially. So I'm happy to share this conversation. And if you're not a part of our community, the nurse wellness community, why not? (laughs) What are you waiting for? Go ahead and sign up. Go ahead and register. Connect with me today. The link or the link to that community and to Lainey's links and her platform are going to be in our show notes. So I'm really excited to share this conversation with you, creating an open and real space for nurses to speak up with Nurse Laney. I hope you enjoy. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Nurse Laney is in the building, y'all. How are you? Period. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and the crazy thing well. is, and the crazy thing is you're from Houston, too. Yeah, it was Texas. so funny. I was like, when we met online, I didn't know like where you were located. And I thought it was, I might, I was like, I don't know if this is weird meeting people online. I don't really do this. <laughs> but then to find out, yeah, then to find out we were like based in the same area. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like you're close. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It made it so not like weird. Like, oh, okay. right. Like, okay. She's an actual person. And then even more recently, when we found out we knew like similar people, I'm like, okay, that's, that's crazy. Like, I that's guess that's crazy. <laughs> It's a small world. You never know who you're going to connect with. And working in the medical field, like, we should, you know, be networking and, you know. 
So that's really important. I've had several people come back around like in the medical field where they're like, I've met them before, like in high school, I we went to the same high school and I didn't know it. I've had that happen a couple of times. We went to the same high school. I didn't know it. We met back later. And then I've had it where I met someone again, like from nursing school. And then we worked together. Like, it's like, it's funny how everything comes back around. Yeah. The medical field is like, it's, it's big, especially here in Houston, but like mm-hmm. there's so many people that work in it that you're going to work closely with. Right. So like, you never know, you know, plant your, plant your garden, grow your garden, you know, nurture, mm-hmm. nurture your, your relationships. You never know. Yeah, definitely. Where, you, where you'll see them again, for sure. All right, Miss Lainey, she is the host of Sips and Scrubs. So we're going to talk more about that. But before we get into all of that, I want to know about you. Tell us more about Lainey. What what got you into nursing? And uh, what is your dream job as a nurse? So a two-parter. <laughs> okay. So I feel like it's kind of funny, like how I got into nursing, because I just kind of fell into it. This is not what I wanted to do initially. I actually thought I wanted to be a pediatrician. That's funny because none of that turned out. I'm not a doctor and I don't work with kids. So I'm like, I don't know, like we started off here and ended up somewhere else. But initially I was like uh, majoring in biology at Baylor University and I was going to become a pediatrician. And then I think after the first year, because my mom kept trying to tell me about nursing and I'm like, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Like she's my mom. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't think I want to do that. But the more I explored like what I wanted to get out of like my career, in the lifestyle I wanted to live and more so match that of a nurse. Like I wanted to be hands-on with the patient, which doctors don't really get to do because there's, you know, they have so many patients. I want to spend time with my patients. And then um, I didn't want to be in school for a very long time. <laughs> I wanted like a lot of free time too, like flexibility and stuff like that. So the more things that I valued seemed to align with more so like what a nurse did. So that's kind of how I fell into nursing which worked out perfectly fine for me because I always knew I wanted to do something like in the medical field. So I wasn't like in disarray when I had to switch paths and then being a biology major, a lot of those courses, you know, were like the same. So that's kind of how I got into nursing. And um, even like, so I didn't have a lot of background knowledge about it, which is one of the reasons why I started doing my platform and stuff like that. Cause I had no clue what a nurse did, what it all entailed. And that there were so many different avenues of being a nurse. So that's why I said I kind of fell into it because a lot of my views and, and like what I wanted fell in, like matched that of a nurse, but I didn't know like the entirety of what they did. So <laughs> I kind of looked out really that it worked out the way it did because I really love what I do. As far as my dream job, I don't know because like I said, I didn't really plan it all. I just was my mission in nurse school was to get out. And then once I got out, I was like, we'll figure it out from here. So right now I'm a folk pool nurse and I like doing that. So I think I'll be doing that for a while. And then after that, we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. Taking it a day at a time, right? Like my favorite thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And I could see that really reflected in you and and everything you just said. You know, you're you're I hear you basically like saying how flexible. Like I could really see that that you've always been pretty flexible, even with Mm -hmm. how your career developed. Like, okay, I'm gonna I wanted to do pediatrician, but you know what? Let me be honest. Is this really what I want? And then being able to like pivot a little and like, okay, this is actually what I want. So I just hear Mm -hmm. you saying like being really flexible and like, okay, this is where I'm going to go and it's okay. And still creating your life how you want it to be. And nursing is amazing. Like you can definitely do that, right? 
Yeah, I definitely loved it because then I was like, oh, since there's so many things I could do, it's like I could do everything. <laughs> like there's I could do so this one things. day, do this for a couple of years, go do this. I like that because I get bored very easily as well. So that works out really well for me. You can even get into pediatrics if you wanted to, like your original. Have you ever I thought about I'm that? I done with kids. No, <laughs> you see, because then I was like, maybe I'll be a pediatric nurse. And then I did the clinicals and I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> right now I work in a pediatric clinic and it is so nerve wracking. Like I was like, Mm-mm. I'm but too I, passionate I about kids and seeing them in certain states. I think I wouldn't be able to handle the emotional toll that comes along with it. Cause yeah. I think sometimes too, people don't think about that as well. Like, you know, I had to think, uh, you know, you know, dealing with patient deaths, dealing with sick kids. Like, I don't know like how well I'd be able to handle that and then separate myself from that, you know, going mm-hmm. home and things like that. And I don't think people think about that. Cause it's just like, I like this. And it's like, yeah, but I don't know. You, you might want to rethink if you like a little too much, cause it might take a mental toll on you. So that's that's, good. yeah, that's, that's why good. I didn't go for it with that. Cause I was like, if I see some kid being mistreated or something like that, like I might lose my job that day. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's do adults. I can remain a little bit neutral and have a little bit more perspective when it comes to them. That's such an interesting perspective. Like, I don't think we realize that sometimes like Mm -hmm. in nursing school, you a lot like a lot of a majority of my class wanted to be, you know, pediatric nurse and OB nurse. You know, the thought of bringing I think it was just the excitement, the thought of just bringing in new life and being a part of this new, you know, this new life, this whole new thing. It's exciting. No, it definitely is. But I like the part where you're like, okay, but if you're liking this too much, maybe that's a sign. Yeah, it could be damaging in the opposite direction. So I'm tr- I try to be like very cognizant of my decisions before I get into them because I don't want to get into it and then be faced with something. And then I'm like, dang, I didn't think about this. So I try to think like of po- different possibilities beforehand. And I don't think I, I could handle it, but do I want to handle it? That's another thing too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how did you get to this place where you were, you know, very like, like thinking through, thinking things through, like, especially in your career and being really flexible? Like, h- how did you develop those skills, like personally in your life, you know, like as a new nurse, because not everybody has those right off the bat, you know, being flexible, being able to adapt, being able to like critically think, was it nursing school? Or was it just like life? Or was it, you know, getting in the real world? <laughs> I think and it's funny that you say flexible because my husband probably would def- <laughs> he'd be like she is not flexible <laughs> but Tell it's, us like, more. it's like certain it's like certain things and I think uh before like I used to have things planned out to a T and actually I, I still really do plan a lot of things and I think a lot but as far as life goes like with school and college like it didn't go to my plan and how I thought things would pan out so I think I from there I learned how to be a little bit more flexible and then learn like okay, just because it didn't work out how I thought it did or it worked out differently, it's still okay and it's still good. So I think that's where I got that from. And then I was able to learn and to adjust through those processes. So I think it actually began before nursing school when it first uh, started, like when I was like, okay, I'm not going to major in biology anymore. I'm going to do this. And then, so I was at a four-year university. Then I went to a community college. So it's just like that, those changes, I had to learn to deal with it. Cause I just thought I was going to go to Baylor and finish everything there. And that's just not how it turned out. So I think from there is where I kind of learned like, okay, this is different, but it's still fine. And that's just, I just took that with me. 
it's just so crazy how life is, you know, like how you think it's going to turn out, like how you said you mm-hmm. were going to just, you had it planned out to the T. Cause I hear you saying, you know, you, you think it through, like you're very, like, it sounds like you're strategic. Like you think about all the different scenarios that are going to happen. Um, but then, you know, you're able to make decisions and move around and still pivot. Like it's just crazy how life just develops yeah. you or molds you into that type of person. So that's awesome yeah. that you're developing that now. And I think for me personally, nursing, I was going to say nursing made it even easier because you don't have a choice. (laughs) Patients are not going to stay the same. You know, new orders are going to come in every other hour, whatever. Like nothing stays the same and it's not predictable. You can't predict somebody health failing at that moment. So it's like you don't have a choice but to be flexible. So I think I've refined that skill there too. Yeah. Yeah. And to have like those really strong boundaries too, as an individual, like knowing your limits, like, okay, I'm going to be flexible. I'm going to be able to move around and pivot and do all these things. But at the same time, knowing my boundaries. So it's like this, this game we play, like just in nursing. It's very odd. Yeah. It's a, it's a balancing act. (laughs) It is. It is. I like to say our work life flow, like the way that we flow into things like, you know, cause you can't really keep a perfect balance all the time because it's not just going to be like one or the other, you know, this balancing act. You kind of have to go with the flow of things and make the best out of it and know like you're doing your best with what you got. That's mine. <laughs> one and day at a time. Keep it moving. <laughs> exactly. And just keep going. Like, I love that. So let's transition into like getting ready for work as we we're talking about nursing and you know, the way we are, you know, um, how we've learned, how we've adapted in nursing life. I want to hear like a day in the life. Like you share a lot of that on your um, mm-hmm. on your YouTube as well. Y'all, if you don't, if you're not a part of Lainey's YouTube, her podcast, make sure you go follow, make sure you go like and support. She has a bunch of great videos where she shows a day in the life as a nurse and doing all the things and preparing for work and even having a lot of fun too. I saw those too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nurses <laughs> have fun too. So oh yeah, we definitely do. Out. We know how to party, that's for sure. <laughs> I say, I always say that because we work so hard, like that's why we party so hard because we, oh, no. I, think, I feel like we appreciate life because we see yeah. like different directions of where it can go and where it can end up. I feel like sometimes, especially since we're like younger, people can't, they don't fathom like life has an end or like you can still be living and things could go another way. So I feel like we kind of have an appreciation for that. Yeah. And we live our life with gratitude because we get to see how other people are, you know, basically, 100%. but I love my vlogs. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely follow me on YouTube. If you guys don't yes. already, I like doing them because like I said, before nursing, I didn't know anything. Like, what does that look like in real life? Like, <laughs> I'm exactly. like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, what do they do? I had no clue what nurses really did. I really thought they were, um, I probably likened them to like, uh, PCAs and I didn't, even then I'm still just kind of like, I don't know what else they do. Like I had no clue. So I like to show those to give people perspective um, and to see like the, the different dimensions of being a nurse and what we go through. And I'll be on there and I'll rant about how somebody got on my nerves and that's real too. Like we love what we do, but some stuff still can annoy us and that's fine. Yeah. So I like to definitely display that just so people can see. I try to be careful though, because I'm like, I don't want people to take this out of context. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but that's real. that's the purpose of it is just so that people can see and have an idea before like maybe before you even get into nursing school or decide that's something you want to do at least you have an idea of like what it's going to look like in the end that's so like 
like 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago when I started nursing school, we had none of that. Like, I, yeah, had, I'm like, no I had no clue. clue what I was getting, what I was getting into. And if I would have had a blog or something like where I could see a real person doing it, maybe it wouldn't have been such a shock to my system because mm-hmm. when I got in that thing, when I got to my first nope. job at a, at a LTAC, at a long-term care facility, I had like, 20 patients to myself and they were like okay you're on your own after six weeks you're like what <laughs> I'm like this is what it this is what it is like I'm in charge of all these patients everybody's looking at me what if somebody falls like and then like I was just in charge it was it was mind-blowing and then when people started you know when I started to transition into my as an RN that mm-hmm. was crazy to me too like it was two separate worlds so just like Oh, the crazy life of a nurse, but right. And then also aside from that, even with other nurses, like we live in our own unit. So it's like, okay, I don't know what that person's doing over there. Like, what is it like being, especially since I'm on a, uh, with the folk pool, I go on with different units. Each unit is different. Every hospital is different. So it kind of gives you something to compare it to like, oh, is this just my job or is this just my unit? Or is it like this for all nurses? Like, yeah, you, I know for me, I didn't know until I started moving around and going to different units and things like that. And I'm like, oh, that's what y'all do over there. Okay. That's not what we do. Are those are the type of patients you have? What do y'all do about this? So it kind of just shines a light on that as well. Yeah. And you learn, you learn all these different things and different perspectives. Like you said, like some, some nurses may do this a certain way. I think it's just important to not only see like the way tasks flow, the way, Mm -hmm. but like you said, how you handle certain things, how other nurses are doing it. Like it just, it's going to inspire and give people better perspectives on nursing, especially if they're starting, just starting out. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So what are what are your top three things that you take to to work with you and why? I just want to know what's in what's in your backpack or purse. Are you so, a backpack or a purse? Oh no, I'm a I'm a backpack person. Girl, I'm backpack girl. On my shoulder. <laughs> backpack girl here too. Yo, I got my backpack. I don't I, I don't do the purse. <laughs> But um, I gotta have my snacks. I gotta have my water bottle. Gotta see, that's what it is. I, I'm like, I, I pack a lot, especially since I'm with Focal now. Like, I got my food on. You gotta I don't be have prepared. Any, like, I, y'all don't have a locker, so I'm like, I have to carry everything with me every time. So I was Top thinking about this, or maybe my, five things. <laughs> I know three for sure. Okay. Three for sure. One is for my, my headphones. Like yeah. when I'm charting, I'm in my zone. I pop one in. Some people are against this, but I see the doctors do it, so I'd be like, I'm okay. <laughs> and what are you so listening I'm, to I'm, I'm, I'm listening to podcasts I'm listening to music whatever it helps me because it gives me like release stress it's a stress reliever basically and it mm-hmm. kind of like displaces my mind for a little bit so I can like focus on whatever I'm doing in front of me which is usually charting and then you know when I'm rounding or whatever I take them out but it gives me like you know kind of like take my mind away things just for a little bit and I can just be like okay this is I'm just doing this right now <laughs> So I love my headphones. If I leave them, I'm sad. I haven't left them yet. That's how critical they are. They are. <laughs> uh, next. And then you can hide it with your hair. Yeah, yeah. But I just be like whatever. We didn't tell nobody. We didn't tell nobody. I be like, the doctors got theirs in. They over here. I see y'all on y'all phone. I see everybody doing it. I'm like, okay, it should not be a problem for me. All right. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. You work in full pool, so that's how you get away with it. I'm like, that's how I feel about it. I'm like, look, you will argue with me, argue with the doctor too. That's how I feel. Keep the same energy. <laughs> 
The next thing I like is my scissors. People always ask me for my scissors at work. I use those things for everything. Open up pills, like I'm struggling to open. Sometimes like they're like double layered. And I'm like, okay, it's taking too long for me to get out. I'll just cut it. IV bags, cut them open. We cut them open. Wound dressings, you know, like they tie them like really tight. I use those scissors for everything. Of course, I clean them in between, but <laughs> I just have to throw that out I was, there. I was, thinking, I was thinking it. I was arm, yeah, we, yeah, cleaning in between uh, armbands. And then people always are using my scissors. They're always like, oh, does somebody have scissors? And I'm just always the one here. <laughs> so scissors is my second one. And I had a third one, but now I'm trying to remember what I said it was. I can't remember. Oh, I remember. I remember. It was my water jug. Hey. hey. <laughs> it's my water. I need my water. My mouth be dry by the end of the shift and talking to so many people i need my water mm-hmm. yeah i feel that's like that's my top three for sure yeah if i don't have my water no it's not a good and thing. then i know you can use little plastic cups but it just doesn't hit the same <laughs> and you always it's have not. to keep walking and try to fill it up by the that time i'm like i forgot what i came here to do now i'm doing something else so i like to have my water on me yeah so a podcast, listening to a podcast, something for your mind. And then for the actual work, you got your scissors mm-hmm. and then for your body, you got your water. I love how it's oh, that's so like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, showing the different dimensions of you and where you're at and how you would prepare for a day. Like if you could, you know, your top three things, it says a lot about a person, what she's thinking about. She's like, I need something for my mind. I need to make sure I'm able to, <laughs> to perform and get to yeah, my job, yeah, yeah. you know, get to the pills, get to those wounds mm-hmm. <laughs> and making sure I'm hydrated. I see you, sis. I see you. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So let's talk more about your podcast. And um, what is it called again? It launched. Sips it scrubs. Yeah, it launched last Monday. So I think that was August the 1st. Yes, today's Wednesday. Okay, yeah, it was August the 1st. So just How launched the first episode. Yeah, so it's so fun. Actually, I uh, was kind of doing something similar to it before on my YouTube. It was called Talk Nurse With Me. I just didn't know what I wanted to call it yet. I wanted a catchy name, but I'm not really good with those. But <laughs> I was kind of experimenting and it was more like a stress reliever again. I was just like um, talking about different things that I've went through or different things I didn't know before becoming a nurse, talking to different people about their nursing experiences. So it kind of exposed me as well to some of the other stuff that other people go through. Because like I said, sometimes, we, I mean, we just don't know. We don't work like in the same areas. So it's just different. And so I was just doing it because it was fun. And then I was like, mm, do I want to take this a little bit more seriously? And I was like, yeah. So then that's how I came up with Sips with Scrubs. And then so now we're getting a little bit more formal about it. But it's still kicks and giggles and fun. So we talk a lot on there, like I said, about different specialties, just exposing people to what it actually looks like, I, like I said, in real life and not like in Clex world or like what is, like you said, a day in a life actually look like? What do you do with your day? What is your patient population about? You know, how do you feel about what you do? What's the hardest part of your job? Like just learning more about the specialty. And then we also have like topical episodes. Like we did burnout, which will be coming out in September. How do we deal with burnout? How do we prevent ourselves from becoming burnt out again? Um, Just different stuff that we actually go through as a nurse that they might not have taught you in nursing school because nursing school is just like the science behind it all. But there's more to it than just that. So I really enjoy doing it. 
I wish I would have had it when I was younger. For sure. One of my favorite quotes that I've been like thinking about recently is, you know, be the woman you would have wanted to look up to, you know? Mm. And I think for me, that has like really shifted my mindset to, okay, I have something to give. I have something to offer others behind me. And for me, nursing is where my heart's at because I see how nurses, you know, we're so, we're so like, we're these integral parts, integral parts of healthcare, right? But sometimes we don't. Exactly. And sometimes we don't walk in that. A lot of times we don't. And then when we're starting, it's hard to see that big picture view, especially Mm -hmm. when you don't have any idea what you're getting into or you thought it was like the NCLEX world. That's how it was sold to you. That's how it was packaged to you in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And then boom, real life. Here you go. Right. And another thing we talk about on there too, is like, I tell my different, like, nursing school stories like stuff I went through in nursing school or stuff I went through like as a nurse on the floor and kind of give it from like start to finish because my vlogs kind of do that but like sometimes you don't have to get to see like all the little things I've did or what I went through so sometimes I talk about like different patients like scenarios that I've encountered or like like conflicts I've had with like other nurses or doctors or you know and how I got through that and what happened So that's another thing we talk about on there, too. They're all kind of sprinkled in. So it's very wide ranged. Yeah. I mean, giving nurses that model, like the role model to like, okay, what can I expect? How can I really get through this thing? How can I survive? I think that's Mm -hmm. really like an overall like like what I hear from you from the sips and scrub. I I love that you're doing that. And so tell me about the name, like at the end of our podcast, y'all definitely me, me and Lanicia, we did that. I said your whole name, (laughs) Lanicia, (laughs) not just Lainey, Lanicia. We did an episode together. So um, make sure y'all go check that out. And I loved at the end where you said, you know, what did you, what do you sip to in nursing and what do you want to scrub? I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, that too. Yeah. I thought about that hard and I was like, hmm, this is going to come off. I was like, am I going to like that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I like it because it's kind of like releasing negative energy. And then we end it with the sip to like, remember why we came here. Cause I don't want it to be like negative. And I feel like sometimes I might talk about a lot of different things that might be perceived as negative, And that's only because it's mostly sold to us as positive. It's not like another side to it. Like, what does that look like? And like I said, in real life, what does that look like in real life? It's just like, oh, you'll help this person get back to health again. Or, oh, this little old lady, you're going to help her and all this other stuff. And I'm like, that's nice. But I'm like, I didn't know about the other side of it. Like, how do I handle that? And how do I get through that? So scrubbing is basically essentially scrubbing the stuff that we don't like about the healthcare field. It's a lot that I feel like could be improved on or that can be done better. And so it's just kind of like acknowledging that part of it and maybe like, what can we do to address that to make it better going forward? And then sip and to remember why we started in the first place. Like, what about this job keeps us fulfilled and why do we keep coming back and doing this every day? So I really like that because it's like the balance there. And then I just like ending things positively. So I like the sip. (laughs) That's real. See, because nurses, we, you know, we get to a place. I'm not going to say we, I'm going to say me. (laughs) (laughs) We get to the ending point. You know, we get to the point where we hold back so much. We, I have hold back so much things that I want to speak up on things that I don't like to where we get to this point. It's like Mm -hmm. everything that comes out is negative about nursing. And there is, there is a lot that's negative. There is also a lot of 
good. And I love that not only you give the place for these, you know, conversations, these tough conversations about tough things that we're dealing with, but you're also giving that space for us to, you know, like just end it on a good note. Like, why did you come into nursing? Mm -hmm. What? What brought your heart to this? Remember that. And how can we be more strategic? How can we find a solution to these problems? We can yeah. be the solution. So I love yeah. that you're creating that space and that environment for nurses. Yeah. And I'm very like a solution based person. I'm like, okay. And I, I can identify problems really quick. Like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I think it's, I don't know if this is a good skill necessarily brain. sometimes. I'm like, okay, this is what's wrong with this. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Okay. So how can we fix this? Let's think, let's problem solve. Let's, I'm always trying to like, okay, like, okay, we could change that. Like it doesn't have to be like this just because it's been like this doesn't mean I have to continue to be like this. If we all see it's a problem, why not make it better? I don't understand. Like, so I, I'm very vocal. <laughs> Yeah, which has gotten me in trouble sometimes. We'll tell the people I'm fine. I'm like, I don't have any regrets, so I'm good. But I'm more like, okay, let's, you know, let's do something about this. It's not a problem with stuff like changing. It's like, that's the medical field is always evolving. It's part of the reason why I like it so much. It's not stagnant. Something yeah. new is always happening. So mm. I just mm. like that. No, I agree. And, you know, solutions. Yeah. And, you know, being, you know, strategic and planning and try to problem solve, you know, that's part of our, you know, learning process. But mm -hmm. I think <laughs> what I've had to learn is that everybody's ready. To, no, like, I'm not really a good person to vent to all the time. I got to remember like, okay, you just want to vent. I got you. I got you. Just yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah. What do you yeah, Some people are moment? like that. You know, <laughs> so I've had to be vocal about that. I'm like, okay, so what is it that you want me to do in this moment? Like if a coworker or my sister or my family comes to me, because I want to, I'm like, kind of like you, yeah. I kind of like see the problem, the issue. I'm like, okay, let's work it out. Let's, you let's do go is, back this, to this the positive. I want to <laughs> hurry up and go back to the positive, you know, because there's a will where there's a will, there's a way we can make it, you know, like I'm that type of person. But not everybody. Did I wants ever to. ask you your sign? <laughs> no. What is your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Okay. <laughs> what about you? I'm an Aries. I'm very okay. impatient. It's true. Most of the things they say about Aries is me. <laughs> is it? I don't really know that much. Some of the good and the bad. I'm very impatient. And I'm very, they do say we get bored very easily. So I'm kind of like, okay, let's skip some of this part and let's just get to the end. <laughs> Through the movie. You're watching the movie and you're like, let's just go to the end. Let's like, all right, it. come on, let's beat this up. Like, what's the point? Come on. <laughs> and I feel like in nursing, I've had to learn a lot of patience. Like, yes, you don't have a choice. So it's so good for me, too, because I need to learn patience, patience. But I don't like it, though. <laughs> <laughs> the things that are challenging for us, the things that we don't like are the things that we I have learned that we need sometimes. Mm, I know I need it. <laughs> And nursing will definitely challenge you and stretch you in that. So that's maybe a way that we can like transition into the next question. So tell us about a time that you were able to glow and grow through a tough situation at work. Um, tell us about any aha moments and what you learned from that situation. But I can back up a little bit if you need me to like just go through like, what do I mean exactly by glowing and growing? You know, growing can be uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, yeah. You got to learn things like the patience, you know, being kind, you know, being able to wait for people and, you know, being able to not get offended all the time or taking things personally. I'm talking about myself. 
<laughs> being able to collaborate with other people to see, you know, other people's point of view. You know, you learn so much in nursing and no, that you really can do. stretch you, right? That can stretch you so much and it's uncomfortable. But how do you, okay, even through the uncomfortableness, how do you end up still glowing through it? Like, okay, being easy on myself because I'm learning, you know, how do you end up still, you know, making it out on the other side, not all beat up and tumbled and down to the ground, you know, like feeling Mm -hmm. at your lowest? How do you still glow through it? I was trying to think of a specific example. I've been through so much. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) I've been through a lot. That's like it so could have took you out, right? Like the situation could have took you out, but instead you found another way to like or make, make you have like a negative uh, attitude about stuff. I was really trying to think because I've been through a lot of different experiences where I know I could probably tell a story, but I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> no, but you're like, um, come back to me about that. Like. I don't even know if it's going to pop back up because it's just like all the thoughts are running together. I've been through a lot of different um, things with, like I said, with nurses. I could probably give you this story that I'm thinking of because, like I said, I've always been um, vocal. Like, I think I was just born that way. (laughs) But um, a specific specific example I can think of off the top of my head is that one time I had this patient that was a DNR. And I told this story before on my um, YouTube but they were a DNR and the patient didn't look good to me. This is when I was like a newer nurse. I think I was like a year or two years. I can't remember one of those, but they didn't look good to me. I don't know. I, over time, I think you just get some type of like sixth sense as a nurse where you feel like something's not right. Like that gut instinct they tell you to follow. Well, she didn't look good to me and her sister was at the bedside and she was kind of telling me like she hasn't like been like this previously, like earlier in the day. Like this is different for her. And I'm just like, okay, at this time I was working nights. So I called the doctor and I was like, hey, this is going on with this patient. And I was just like, oh, wait, no, actually, she wasn't DNR yet. They were trying to make her DNR. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, she was still full cold. That was the problem. Does that sound good, right? That was the problem. <laughs> she was full cold. The sister was medical power of attorney. And she was saying that if she deteriorated, more she knew her sister wouldn't want to like be in a position where she's like in a vegetative state or being um her life is being continued by machines so that was what the problem was she wanted her to be dnr and it's like the middle of night and she doesn't look well so i'm like calling the doctor and he's kind of like fussing at me like what's going on with her like she looked fine when i rounded on her today and he actually told me like what did you do to her i was like what did i do kind of got me lit because i was like what do you mean what did i do i'm trying to call for her like what did i do to her he's like yeah she was just fine when i just saw her and i'm like okay well i'm telling you right now that she's not and i was like i have a sister right here next to me she's a medical power attorney and she's saying that they want her to become dnr so I gave, and I had the sister, sometimes you have to hold people accountable. And um, I had the sister standing there like next to me so she could hear like what he was saying. So she can like advocate for her sister too. Cause I'm like, I'm doing it too. But you, you know, sometimes having a patient or a family member to talk to them as well kind of gives them that extra push. So I put her, I said, Hey, do you want to talk to her? I gave her phone and let him talk to her. At the end of the day, he still didn't want to do it. So what I ended up doing was calling another doctor that was consulted on the case. And he actually put the order in for me. And then lo and behold, like four four hours later, she transitioned. So I was so glad that I had did that because I can't imagine not only for the sister, but for me too, having to code her and knowing that they wanted her to be DNR, but that wasn't in place. 
that could be kind of like traumatizing, like having to do it because it's legal, but you know that that's not really what they want. And then even for her, like watching me having to do that when she like, that's not what I want or that's not what she would have wanted and things of that nature. So I had to, you know, be persistent with that. And I think if I had let it go, because I actually, like I said, I had to call another doctor and get the order. If I would just been like, well, that's just what the doctor said. And there's nothing else I could do about it. It kind of, you know, would have resulted a lot differently as she got to like transition the way that she wanted to. So I think that's a good example of the glowing and growing because I learned, I don't, I don't really stop. I don't feel like, but I learned how to be persistent and like to keep like really advocate for my patient to get them what they needed. So I like that story sometimes to tell. (laughs) I like that one too. That sounds like. It was very intense. Like I was like actually kind of like yelling at him on the phone, like. I was still professional and I wasn't disrespectful. So it wasn't like I said like anything like that because there's a way to do it. It's kind of very a fine line when your emotions start getting involved on how to be professional still when it's like a high stress situation like that. But I was just like, I was very adamant. Like, no, the sister is here. She's the medical power of attorney. These are the rights. Like I was like, no. (laughs) Yeah. So I was glad I stuck with it because my charge actually was just kind of like, well, that like she was kind of like very hands off in the situation. Like she didn't aid me at all. I had to kind of really take the initiative with that one. Ooh, that's what I was just about to ask. I was about. Oh, she didn't want it. my charge nurse didn't want no parts of that. I was like, do you? Can you talk to him? And she was like, no, I don't want to upset him. So do you? You have those nurses too, but you know, I did what I had to do. (laughs) Look. (laughs) <laughs> that could have took you out, you know, not like in a way like you're, you were going to get in trouble, but like yeah. you said, it was a high stress situation. And if you, mm-hmm. you know, not being um, not saying that you weren't, but as a new nurse, you know, or a newer nurse, not being as secure in yourself, you know, in your education and your skills, mm-hmm. you know, that could have took you out. Like, am I a good nurse? Like, did I do that yeah. right? So how yeah, do you- are, yeah, like you said, have regrets because have and then, regrets. even then. I was kind of just think I'm like, no, I can't let this go. I know I wouldn't be well with myself if I was really cold in her and having full knowledge that that's not what they wanted me to do. Like I would feel yeah. some type of way. I can, I would be like unsettled in my spirit. So I was like, yeah. I can't let this go like for them and for me. So I was just like, no, we're going to get this done. I don't care who I got to call. And being the main caregiver, like, you know, everything. So it's Mm -hmm. like, why wouldn't your opinion be valid? You know, valid. Like, why? Yeah. But sometimes you got to. Like you said, like, you could feel invalidated. Like, okay, you know, oh, maybe she is not. Maybe she's fine. I don't know. You know, after he's like, oh, what did you do to her? That was the thing that got me when he's that part. Yeah, that what did part. you do to her? I was like, what did I do to her? That, but he was talking to the wrong person that day. It just made me more mad. <laughs> I <laughs> but for someone else, it could have, yeah, it could have went another way. Like, okay, yeah. did I do that? Like, she was fine before. What happened? You know, what happened? So it's how crazy. do you, yeah, no, I just want to know a little bit more, like, because as a new nurse, as you're building your skills, as you're, you know, finding out who you are as a nurse, you know, who you are as a person, like, how do you say, like, you would become that bold? Like, what brought you to that point to where you're like, no, how did you 
get that confidence? Like, what was that that was like, no, I know definitely the situation, but like, was it something about you that you had to know about yourself? Like, how did you get there? I really think it's a combination because like I said, I've always been vocal and I kind of got this from my mom in the aspect. It's like certain things that we're just kind of like, if we feel like something's not right, like we can't just like not do anything about it. Like it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, I can't just sit back. Like I said, I would have felt unsettled in my spirit. So it's the gut instinct. It's my personality that I already had. It's seeing the family member there in front of me saying these things. Like that's also another motivator as well. So I think it was just a combination. And then I'm looking at her. And like I said, when you, after you've seen enough people, you could tell when someone doesn't look well. And then after that, like her vitals was starting to drop and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, like I had the ICU doctor um, come look at her. And he couldn't actually write the DNR order. He said only the doctor that was on the case could do it, which is why he ended up getting called in the first place. So I had like supporting people. Like the sister was telling me like, no, she didn't look like this before. And the ICU doctor saying like, uh, yeah, she doesn't like, it's like, she doesn't think it's going to end well either. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't think so either. So it's kind of like, I had that back up there too, to be like, no, like we need to get this in place before something happens. Yeah, no, definitely. Trusting your gut, like looking at what you have before you, like, okay, these are the facts. Like, I just also hear you like being really grounded in yourself, like knowing like, okay, I, I have this, I have the skills, I have the abilities, I can interpret this data that I'm getting from the sister, mm-hmm. from the patient. I'm coming to this conclusion. Like, you know, you kind of yeah. diagnose, you got to diagnose the patient before you get to the doctor, you know, you kind of already yeah. know. But it takes some time to kind of develop that confidence to get to that point to where you're like really grounded in yourself. You're really like assured and you know, like, okay, what I'm seeing is true. Like nobody's going to tell me anything else like you just have yeah. to like and own I always it. err on the side of caution anyway because it's somebody's life at the end of the day so I always would rather do the most than not do anything at all like had nothing happened to her four hours later and we just got the DNR order like okay whatever like she that's what she wants to be maybe somewhere down the line like it's already in place you know but I always try to do everything like even if my patients feel some type of way about something I'm like I think you're fine I always just go ahead and do whatever they think needs to be done and if all the tests come back negative, then so be it. But I mean, it's better always to be safe than sorry in my book. So I just be like, nah, let's do, let's go through it. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's just make it happen. Especially if your gut is telling you like yeah. okay, something is not right. Something needs to happen. Something needs to change. And that's your gut talking to you. That's, mm-hmm. that's you, you know, you're, you're, you know, listen to that voice. And I think one of the ways that we nurture that voice and grow that voice and really like tap into our, you know, our gut instinct um, is definitely by, you know, becoming more self-aware, becoming more aware of like what you need and how you act in certain, certain situations. And, you know, just becoming more aware, like, okay, this is what's going on. Because when you're aware about what's going on with you, you can then yeah. be aware of what other of others and like I agree oh, with okay. that yeah you know this is how they move this is how they're acting it's different you know because you know like you have these things going on with you like you're very aware mm-hmm. um but i feel like self care is so important like in that as well in our being self aware and everything like that so i don't know if this is a good transition but you know like how do you you know 
how do you, what is your self-care like? Like, what does self-care mean to you and how do you practice it in your everyday life? Mm, well, we talk about this too, kind of on my podcast with uh, the whole self-care versus self I'm turning it on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you. I'm like, I think it really just, whatever practices that you put in place to make yourself feel at peace, I think is what it means to me. So it's funny because you had commented on the car wash when I did that little mini vlog on my reel. And I did it again today. And I was like, why do I like this car wash so much? <laughs> Sometimes it's not even stuff that's like being done to you, like massages or anything like that. It's just to me, sometimes it's just like stuff I know that brings me peace. So that's what self-care means to me. And I just kind of, like you said, being aware of different things and how things make you feel. And what do you feel like after experiencing certain things? So you could kind of keep those into rotation to kind of keep you in that realm of peace to me. So that's what it means to me. Yeah. And the car wash, that's that's another level. Like your Yeah, I was like, when did this become a thing? Like I was like, I like this. And then seeing all the different colors and stuff, like go down it. I'm like, I don't know, it's weird, but I like this. I think it's the fact that you know that your car is taken care of. Like it's clean. It looks good. It's something that you worked hard for. For me personally, like Mm -hmm. I worked hard for my car. Like I paid my car off. Like I want to take care of it. And right now it's not taken care of y'all. It ain't taken care of. So it's something in my mind that I need that I need to do to bring me peace. And so I know how you feel like when you take care of your environment, the things that are in your surrounding, your house. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like showing gratitude for stuff. You know, like you worked hard for stuff and like being thankful for the things that you were blessed with because you didn't have to have that. And I think, too, for the car, it's kind of like, I, you know, I drive a lot. You know, you do use your car like you need that. Like you have to have a vehicle in Texas. It's like it's not an option. And if I <laughs> look, I had a car with no AC for like three no, years yeah. in Houston. Like, yes, I yes, I yes. Think <laughs> so that and then, yeah, it's just I think just being like, like you said, just taking care of the things that you care about, whether it's your material items that you have or like you yourself, you being thankful mm-hmm. for the body that you have, you know. Um, cause you know, we have to have, a, we have to be physically capable to do our job. It'd be impossible without it. Yeah. And so those things that bring you peace, those things that bring you calm, like you're going to walk in with that attitude, with that energy mm-hmm. to work. You're going to exactly. be able to give it carries more. over, yeah. I guess. Cause it's kind of like what, whatever you have in you comes out, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. definitely, definitely. <gasps> Well, Lanicia, it has been too real, friend. I love what you're doing, how you're opening all these spaces up, having these tough conversations, how you're sharing your heart and you're just like out here doing it for kicks and giggles. I love how you say that. (laughs) But, you know, being real about it, like nursing is like no other, y'all. You may be watching and you may be thinking about getting into nursing, you may be like, okay, what is nursing really about? Like, check out Lanicia's page, check out my page. Like, we have a lot of tools, a lot of things that are going to help push you and motivate you forward and show you the real. Like, you know, not Mm -hmm. everything is pretty perfect and polished. We're going to give you the stuff that we've been through, but we're also going to give you solutions because that's what nurses do. Exactly, yeah. We do that. We we talk about the issues, but we also are solution-based. So we're never just going to leave you in a hole. <laughs> let's let's get out the hole together. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I love incredibly all the work that you're doing, friends. And we're going to drop all your info, information in the comments so that people can get to know you, to chat with you. 
and uh, comment and like and subscribe to your page. Any last words before we head on out? No, just thank you for having me. I had a good time. As always, we have good conversations. Always. <laughs> yes, friends. I cannot wait for your for our episode to come out. So oh, yeah, that's a good one. Fun. Yeah. Yay. And we're definitely going to have you back to hear more about your journey, your self-care, all of those. I feel like there could be a part two, part three. I love having people on here where I can just like chat with them, talk with go, them, share with go, them, go. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> with them. And you're in Houston. So we're going to definitely have to oh, leave yeah, yeah. Definitely happening. But yeah. you're in Richmond. You're... <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like in the boonies. <laughs> you're in the boonies. But... I know it's nice out there too. That's another. Oh, one. I like it too. So see another little like self care thing. Like I like all the greenery. Well, I mean, look this. I was, I green. I think green's my new color. But, like, all the trees it. that are out here and stuff is not like so city ish. Oh, that's where it is. That you winning mm-hmm. out there, sis. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Getting your outdoorsy vibes on. Yes, ma'am. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, friend. So we're gonna definitely connect. Have you back on anytime. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Did I tell you it was going to be a good one? What an amazing conversation I got to have with Nurse Lainey. Conversations are great because it brings different perspectives to the table, to our space, and gives us an opportunity to glean from each other And I want the same for you. Like if you listen to this podcast and you heard something that resonated with you and you felt this was like on point, take that piece of the pie. If something did not, you know, maybe resonate with you or maybe you could have expounded on it more, go ahead and add more ingredients to that and come up with your own recipe for your nurse wellness. This conversation was meant to inspire, to give you new perspective and, you know, just give you other ways of breaking down information, things that you may have learned from your nurse life. I love that we got real and shared some of the nurse life experiences. And like I said, and throughout this podcast, I wish I would have had this sooner. And so that's what motivates me to do these type of episodes to do these type of conversations. So let me know, what did you think about this episode? Were there any takeaways for you? Were there any aha moments? Were there things that you could have expounded on yourself? Did you have any questions? Um, And I'd love to connect with you. Go ahead, shoot me a DM to my Instagram. You can also connect with me via email at Fallon at are you well.com visit my website for more i'd love to hear from you what are some topics that you want to hear more about regarding nurse wellness and nurse lifestyle i'd love to dive in deeper with you and again thank you so much for spending your time with us learning growing and glowing out here sis we're doing our thing and i'm so glad that you are along for the journey let's do this and i'll see you next time bye